Uh-oh, you know what time it is when you hear my fucking voice. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Season 225, Episode 1 of Der Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. It's the podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Tuesday, February 22nd. And you know, as a California native, I have to say that it is National California Day or something like that, whatever that means. Don't know what it means, but why not? Cali all day. Let's see. My name is Miles Gray. That's right. AKA, I'm a husband. Her Majesty's my bride. I wanted, wanted to call her my wife okay shout out to the brew on the discord for that dead or alive by Yambayobi. shout out to Yambayobi, obviously and <laughs> i'm thrilled to be joined by my guest co-host today fantastic comedian improviser actor voice actor producer i could i could i could just name anything he does it and he does it mm. fucking well mm. chicago's very own jackie Neal, welcome You'll never find <laughs> as long as you live someone who loves you mm. like jockeys do. I said you'll never find someone who cares about you like the daily side guys. Mm. It's what we do. What up, Negro? Oh my goodness, he's back. He's oh, back. we back. Oh, third time in bl- it must be Black History Month, y'all. They got it me is. here. Third time in the month. We Making got history. Miles. Thank you so much, Miles, for having me. Oh, anytime. We back. always good to have you. Always good to see you. We kicked Jack out. We was like, get on out of here, man. Last yeah. week of February, we need to get the we need to get the brown folks. Take a break. Today. Take a break, real quick. Take a break. Take a real break. Quick. That's what I do when he comes back. Every time I'll be like, Jack, you you really didn't you didn't make space for a black co-host this week? (laughs) 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 They're like, oh, okay, that's that's the look. That's the energy you made last week. (laughs) That's that's the energy you made. All right, Jack. All right, that's what you're trying to do, Jack. Oh, yeah. He's. uh, I think he was holding it down uh, while I was gone for so long. You know, yeah. Like he's like, why don't you why don't you take a break, man? Why don't you finish that outside? Okay. Yeah. 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 Yo. Congratulations, motherfucking Miles Gray. It. I don't know if we're talking about it or not. If we not, we can cut it. No, I did. That's why I, right, my you song know, said You started off with the I'm a husband. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, my man. Appreciate it. Jump the broom. You did it. I'm Jump the broom onto the glasses. Had to combine many different traditions in the wedding. Mm. And mm. I almost died in, during the horror. That's all right. Did y'all do the electric slide? The horror. No, but we did have a gigantic, like, fucking dance off to back that ass up where a lot right, of elderly bet. people join and i the like the the dance floor was a little bit small for electric slide and then i had a whole argument i was like i need to play outstanding by the gap band right now oh yeah you and, did right then. but you know it's one of those things when you ha- when you're when you're like in charge of music you got to keep the energy up throwing on outstanding like at the as the energy is going up it de- it can go one of two ways and i couldn't take that gamble so we doubled down and did where the party at by jacket edge love it Anyway, <laughs> we should bring our guest on. We Let's bring, bring. Thank you, so, see, Jaquise. This is why you're here to help me stay focused and on track. Today's I guest. Uh huh. Sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm, I was almost. Yeah, no. The please guest introduce speak. introduce the guest, please. <laughs> please let mm-hmm. me. Will you please? Our guest today is a outstanding comedian, outstanding host, outstanding producer. Maybe you heard of her from her work on Newsbroke at AJ Plus. Maybe you know the Young Turks because you're like, wait, Ooh. I know, I know her from there. Maybe you know her from Red, White, and Who? 
on MSNBC. Maybe you know her on The Bituation Room, one of my favorite podcasts, and should be yours, too. If you like this show, I mean, don't sleep on The Bituation Room, because our guest has... Fantastic comedians on, fantastic activists on, experts. It's it's everything this show isn't. I would call that the, the situation room a first rate podcast. But mm-hmm. welcome to this second rate podcast, the brilliantly talented, hilarious, and just overall wonderful human being, Francesca Fiorentini. Oh, Thank you. hi. Welcome. Thank you so much, uh, Francesca Fiorentini, a.k.a. I'm going to be in Brooklyn on March 10th at okay. the Bell House. If hey. you guys... Want to come out and see me live? Well, I'll be with Sam Cedar, Council Member Tiffany Caban, and Matt Lieb, who's been a regular here. Also, my betrothed. Yes. So, bituationroom.com. I'm getting the plugs in up top. Oh, you got to. Which is smart. Which is smart. You're using the AKAs for the right reasons. We yeah, have exactly. the same shit. AKA also known as you like AKA. Come give me this money. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> I need this AKA. I buy my healthcare on the marketplace. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> AKA. I have to cover the cost of my flight to New York. Please. <laughs> can I? Can I also just say? Can I also just say? You yeah. know, look, I've been on Daily Zeitgeist more times than I can count now. As a guest and a host, Francesca was the first person that jumped on, had the fire as background, and was like, what color you want? What I color know. you want to see in this background? Yeah. And she changed it up. It's looking right. So I'm just saying for any future, for the Jamie Loftuses of the world, for all the guests of the world that's coming on the Daily Zeitgeist, get your background game up. Get wow. your background game up because Francesca's shutting it down on the The challenge ass. has been issued. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, Lame. Room Raiders only yeah. gave me a seven because I had cord mismanagement in the back. So I'm really <laughs> trying to I'm trying to change uh, that. Did you, pop, the did you actually the walls? pop up on Room Raiders? I did. I did. And it wasn't my cords. It was Matt Lieb's, like, PS5. Yes, he did get his hands on one. It was there his go, stupid-ass cords. So I was, yeah, I was very Matt. upset about that. Hey, what happened with the ring? Y'all sort that ring out? Oh, we got a new ring. Yeah? We got a new ring. Good. We got a wedding date. Things are okay. moving. Like mo- we never speak of the other ring again. It's mm-hmm. like uh What happened? You lose it? Or somebody <laughs> lost it? Oh, it yeah. was a saga. Well, it should oh, be lost. Shit. Well, I am again, I am gonna drop it into the ocean like you know, the old lady in okay, Titanic. Yeah, yeah, the heart oh! of the sea. It looks like that. It's basically heart of the sea level. Okay. If anyone's grandma is looking for a nice piece, mm-hmm. hit us up at <laughs> Franny Fio. I feel like it'd be a really good like 70th birthday gift for or 80th or 90th honestly it might even be okay. good to be buried in uh yeah. so <laughs> i don't know this sounded like the ring was ugly. you ain't like the you didn't like the ring is that what is that what's going that on that is here? the story the, okay. that the best is. part was i think it was like days after matt proposed he came on the show and he talked he said yo I, it, the proposal went well but the ring was such an l like i'm so embarrassed <laughs> to talk about it and then francesca i think was the guest the next day or the day like one day between and so we got it from both sides and yeah you were just it's a You're long like, saga but now i've got my yes sustainably mined white sapphire to avoid yeah. the diamond industrial complex yeah, yeah. Okay. hey so, man I gotta get, i'm gonna about to have a whole grill made out of uh lab grown diamonds you know hell yeah, yeah okay i love i love hearing the take from the the diamond industry being like these lab grown diamonds they're like ugh. Like, not even that good. They're like, they're chemically the same fucking thing. Yeah. You're just mad they're the that they're thing. not ripping them out of the earth like y'all do. Well, you know, I rip all my diamonds out the earth because I'm a real one. But fuck, no, I'm joking. Just with your teeth. <laughs> just with my teeth, you know, not with my hands. Not with my, my hands. Yeah. When I'm looking for, <laughs> yeah, picking up loose mushrooms that grow in the park and try them yes. out. See if any of them get me even a little bit fucked up. 
And of course, by diamonds, I'm talking about all my diamond albums I got. You know, my there diamond certified albums, y'all. You know what's dope is if you ever like edit a Wikipedia page, like if you, for your own, just add mm-hmm. random shit. Like you have a, the highest selling album of, of all time. Okay. Right, Jessica, I think I'm going to do that on your Wikipedia page. Actually. Yo, I can't edit my Wikipedia page. I don't oh, think they, they let women they made... do that. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, w- women are not allowed to edit their Damn. own Wikipedia, <laughs> Wikipedia page. <laughs> that was yeah, that's, canceled. That's been in the Bible. You're yeah. too hysterical. No, yeah, there's something about it where it's like mm, you're a public figure. You have no say over your pro- yeah, public you persona. Are. You can't I don't know, verify. Like They're yeah. like, this is wildly inaccurate. Okay, then. But before we get into learning more about you, Francesca, let's talk a little bit about what we are going to talk about. Going to check in with Kim Potter, the cop who killed Dante Wright. The sentencing outcome has been released as of this recording, and uh, we are shocked that the empathy went completely in the wrong direction in this uh, court case. Then we're going to talk about the Trump grift continuing, but now with NFTs, motherfuckers. If you thought they were lacking with their fucking scam game, well, here they are. Now they got NFTs you can buy, and they're totally full of shit. And then we're going to talk about MoviePass. They're back, and they're their ideas are creepier than ever. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what we like to see. Uh, but before we talk about any of that, Francesca, what is something from your search history that's uh, revealing about who you are? Okay, I was trying to do a bad tweet, meaning like it's just a bad, it's just, uh, it wasn't a good, well-crafted tweet. I was trying to look up the top hunters and predators in the animal kingdom. Mm-hmm. But every time you like use an animal reference in a tweet, it's just boring. Like like a great white shark or like mm-hmm. a, a wolf. And it's always like a wolf in sheep's clothing. And then there's like crocodile. And then there's like kimono dragon or one of those, mm-hmm. which I didn't predator? know. I think so. Komodo yeah. dragons, yeah. Komodo, they, yeah, not kimono. Because their like, bite is like ridiculous. Aren't their like oh. mouths so fucking dirty? Like your bite, your like wound will just like necrotize like on upon bite or something like Komodo that. Komodo oh. dragon. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, they are, they're fucking stacked. But here's, the reason I was trying to do that is because Axios released a really terrible article that was like, the squad has, uh, their politics oh, have backfired. Red alert, red alert emoji. The red, red alert. Siren. Oh, no. I saw that and, shit. And you, you read the article and it's like, uh, squad politics have backfired according to top leading Democrats. Who hate the squad? Like you can't yeah. ask corporate Democrats about how the squad is doing. It is like asking a Komodo dragon mm-hmm. about how your neck is doing as it bleeds out. I'm trying to make it work. I'm trying to track this. I'm trying to track it with you, right? <laughs> the Komodo dragon. I, do they bite your neck? No, I, I did a. It's like. It's like asking, as I wrote, like, elk strategy has failed according oh, to wolves. I see. Right. Oh, I like, get it. I get it. I get you it. Know, I get it. Yeah, they're out to course. get them anyway. Why the fuck are you going to ask them how, how them. they're doing? And again, I get you. so fucking lazy. It's, like, wild how journalism is completely just full, like, fully gone into free fall, where you're, like, you look at stuff, you're, like, this, you're, you're asking cops about crime? Like, exactly. you're taking cops' words, they're just as the gospel truth based on what they think about crime rates and things like that. Uh, or you're asking the corporate Democrat take on uh, the wing of the party that's saying, y'all not doing enough. You're fucking up. This is how we lose the midterms. We're like, oh, God, the hateration needs the to The wing stop. of the party, they're actively fundraising right now to tank straight up right. in the midterms. 
they're funneling money into some new corporate PAC that is going in deep blue districts. These are already secured districts against anyone who's primarying incumbents. So it's clear if we lose in the midterms, the Democrats lose. It's not on progressives at all. It's on all the fucking focus being on progressives when the real enemy, you know, the real ones are the fascists. But an-way, that's how fascism thrives. Yeah, fascists on both sides of the aisle, too, you know? Indeed. Sooner people come to that realization. uh, Well, I don't know what will happen. (laughs) Sooner they come to that realization because at the end of the day, I mean, the... That, that sort of traditional party power is just so entrenched. It's yeah. hard to know how it evolves past it uh, without real massive, you know, organization uh, with mm-hmm. just regular mm-hmm. people. But yeah, it, it is wild because that sa- it's the same tired ass take of like, well, progressives are blah, blah, blah. Motherfucker, the most popular shit that it pulls through the roof with like both sides is progressive policies. But if you just take out the language or whatever, the spin on how you want to present it, yeah. You, you really have no one except yourself to blame. So Yeah. Meanwhile, child poverty increases right now. It's like, oh, yeah, because the child tax credits weren't extended. You yeah. dumb shits. Can I actually yep. thank Biden for that one? You know, yeah. how about that? Or Joe Manchin, depending if you just want to say it's actually just it's just actually this one guy. You can it's blame actually the two Democrats, people. the ones who don't give a shit about anything but staying in office and making money. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you know. and all these and all they 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 actually the Axios article talks to this guy Josh Gottheimer, and I believe he's a congressperson, and he he's not been in the news, meaning he's not a Mansion Cinema character, but he's Mansion and Cinema are people who are like running cover for people like Josh Gottheimer, right. who does not want, let's say, Medicare to be able to negotiate drug prices. Yeah, exactly. The most yeah. popular and most no brain conservatives are on board with that. Yeah, but. And so Josh Gottheimer is to the right of a lot of conservatives, a lot of Republicans. Well, yeah, I mean, he's that that pharma money. Hey, man, it's wild what that money does to you. You're like, no, I'm I'm merely just a physical carbon presence in the halls of Congress that are just meant to keep the money flowing in a certain direction. Mm -hmm. Don't mind me. Would you like a cookie? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But that mansion, though, huh? You're like, dude, I'm looking at the roll call vote on you striking. Never mind. Forget it. Yeah. Enough. Uh, <laughs> enough. Enough with that. Get, let me Early get my politics heart rate up down. top. Yeah. Well, look, politics all the time, mm-hmm. but that's how it is in this day and age. Francesca, what's something you think that is overrated? Did I word that correctly? What's something that's overrated? Maybe you guys have <laughs> spoken about this character, but um, Che Diaz on and just <laughs> like that is overrated, overrated as hell. <laughs> I cannot even finish this. R- most cursed reboot of Sex in the City ever. Che yeah. Diaz is a com a comedian. Supposedly, they go by they them pronouns, which is dope. That's great. I love all that. I love that they're gay. I love all those things. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the fact that a boomer wrote this character like right. it was their weird Westworld creation of what they think a young person and a young queer person sounds and looks like and is like Mm -hmm. they're not funny there's nothing more offensive to comedians and maybe it's just comics who are getting upset about Che Diaz but then an unfunny comic yeah but like like you don't even have to include jokes in fact don't even film them doing jokes yeah 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 yeah. oh just cut to everyone laughs enough but like oh the jokes are so bad it was bad I watched, I don't, I mean, I don't watch the reboot, but everybody kept talking about it online. So, like, I found the clip of the special 
uh, in the reboot. And I'm thinking, like, it's just going to be, like, a couple minutes. But they, like, made it seem like it was, like, this is what the special was. And I was like, there's no jokes in here. Yeah. <laughs> a, hey, to all my people, <laughs> you like yeah. being alive? <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm like, hey, that's not a joke. Y'all gay? Ah! Y'all gay? It really was. It's hey, be like... yourself. <laughs> exactly. It was a weird, I feel like it's, like, what Ben Shapiro thinks Right. That like woke comedy is, and you're like, no, there are many non-binary and queer comics that are funny as hell, and yeah. how yeah. dare you do this to them and us? Like, this is very bad. When you watched it, were you constantly praying for Che to completely fuck over Miranda? Like at every time, I was like, please be like, pull up to the show, and like they're with somebody else. Like, please break Miranda's fucking, just smash that shit into the ground. I think it's so on brand for Miranda to fall in love with someone like Che. Right. I just love, I think everyone, I think I've seen the take, we can talk about this for a while, but I've seen the take of like, ah, Miranda's turned into a Karen. It's like, yeah, Miranda's kind of always been a Karen. They're all kind of Karens. And it's way funnier to have someone who's out of touch and like leaving their husbands at the age of whatever, 55, 60 for no good reason. I still can't finish it because I just think it's, it is again, the most cursed reboot justice for Steve justice uh, for Samantha uh-huh. And uh, I'm not going to finish this until Che gets better jokes. Damn. I mean, then Which I think you'll never season is written, so <laughs> yeah. you're not going to finish and it. And it's done. <laughs> I watch it, it all. It's like, I, and I'm like, maybe it'll be nah, nah, trash to I the just, end. First of all, I, I feel sorry for the performer playing Che Diaz because they, yes. they are going through. They was like, motherfucker, I just read a script. Leave me alone. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Sarah, I got Sarah Ramirez, I think their name Sarah, is. Sarah yeah. Sarah Ramirez. Yes, yes, yes. Sarah's like, I just did a job. I like, like I, I couldn't make my own jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, how did but this... also I saw like a clip of uh I don't know the character the character Miranda is the woman who was like into Che Diaz, right? That's yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Okay. I saw a clip or a clip or a meme or something where uh, Miranda was like, I DM'd you like three months ago. Why didn't you uh, hit me back? And Shay Diaz was like, I smoke a lot of weed. I couldn't hit you. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) No, she said, I do a lot of weed. Oh, Oh, I do a lot of weed. Wow. Yeah. Siren emoji, cop alert. (laughs) Right. Can I have one weed, please? Shay Diaz is a psyop, bro. Let's let's, let's just get it out. We already know what Shay's out here trying to do. Yeah, that's a very, I mean, yeah, look, I could get into this all day, but they've really fucked up not having Samantha on there, too, unless, like, it is what it is. Let's move on to underrated, Francesca. Mm. What's something you think is underrated? I mean, this thing keeps on coming back with a vengeance. You know, it is resilient as hell. I think the status quo mm. is just really <laughs> just stunting on all of us and uh, really out here. <sighs> underrated. Like, mm-hmm. we just, we forget. Like, oh, yeah. Hey, remember how things don't change? So right. every week, every day, I'm kind of like, mm, yeah, that fucking status quo still getting the better of us. And uh, I'm also, like, generally mad that, like, people and progressives on the left, like, I wish we should be, like, after you see the Canadian truckers, you're like, man, why aren't we doing that shit? Right. You know, it's like the it's like the 5% of me on the January 6th that was like, we should have done that. You know, right. Yeah. We would we would have all died, obviously, because we're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We would have murked, but yeah. But yeah. The concept is, I mean, listen, do what you got to do, but instead of the target, we should have been fucking 
blowing up the Capitol too and shit to like get our way. <laughs> I know that's bad to say, but like non-violently, non-violently, yeah, we would make sure it was with our ideas, exactly. with our vibes. An empty capital too. Nobody in there or anything like mm-hmm. that. Just, you know, <laughs> blowing up with our words. Bring it down yeah. brick by brick. Dismantling We it. go but, mosh, as Eminem once said, as yeah. everyone <laughs> ran into the capital to then vote. Yeah. We're going we to egg it. we just going to egg it. <laughs> yeah. Status quo is something. It's Underrated. Uh, it's, it's this is always but, the hardest one for me. It's gravity. You know what I mean? Like, how do you upend gravity without getting everybody on Earth to jump at the same time? I believe that's the one way we can make shit happen, you know, and throw Earth off its axis. Is every, if everyone Earth jumps I think that'd be fun as hell. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it is it is like really disheartening because you there are always these moments where you're like, oh, you know what? Potential sea change. And nah, you only just saw some change for about six months. Yeah. And then right back to it. And whether it's you know, equality, racial injustice, fucking misogyny, whatever. Like, there's always just that little bit. But then, it, for whatever reason, it's too difficult for the, the the masses to fully cross over. Like, the 2020 whites are gone, you know? They're gone. <laughs> yeah, where they are left. my guilt followers at? Yeah, they motherfuckers is gone. They left. They, You know, so, and it's just right back to normal, which is what we say all the fucking time. Yeah. It was like, all right. Y'all putting your black squares up now and posting. Y'all posting a little bit longer this time. Y'all had stories. We shouldn't have shamed him. We shouldn't have shamed him about the black squares. You know what I mean? It's like maybe that was was support that. It's on us. It's on us. We should be like, we support your bare minimum effort. (laughs) But it is, it is, like you go back and look at videos from 2020 and it it is incredible how little's been done. And I know we're going to talk about it with the Kim Potter and Dante Wright case, but like, it's incredible how little's been done on criminal justice reform, yeah. police reform, oh, yeah. anything. Not even, we don't even have a database, still don't have a yeah. database of police shootings. Yeah. No. And that's just insane to me. The most popular. Meanwhile, we're still here out here fucking discussing de- whether defund the police hurt the Democrats. Biden won, motherfuckers. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Are you talking well, about? Why Heidi are we Heitkamp mad about this? Heidi Heitkamp didn't get reelected. It's because of defund the police, folks. She yeah. didn't say, of course she didn't say defund the police. Yeah. Like, uh, and the sad wild. part about all of that is, are we really surprised no, I'm not, not at surprised. all. Like, I mean, we, I think I think the hard know. part, right, is you want to have enough optimism in your heart to not go fully black pilled sure. and yes. just be like, man, fuck everything. Like, why am sure. I even trying? Because it everything has to move. You know, like, you, we have to be able to keep our heads in the game at some level. But yeah, I think like everything, I'm always like, well, I'm optimistic to a point. I yeah. ex- part yeah. of me is like, you know, you're just like, I expect the pendulum to swing right back into place, like it always does. But, you know, I think potentially uh, if we reach a you know tipping point of enough like minded people, maybe you see something happen. But I don't I don't know how close we are to that because people are just way too distracted by just trying to survive. Yeah. yeah. 100%. That was the thing that we slightly benefited from in the summer of 2020 is that the, the grind of capitalism, it slowed for a second for people mm-hmm. to be like, what the fuck is going on out here? That's then, a really interesting point because, right yeah, back. exactly. There was a little bit of there was unemployment extension and benefits to folks like, you know, 
comics who don't have full-time work. Yeah. yeah. There was, yeah, that child tax credit. There was a little bit of moment of the boot coming off the neck and a uh, little room there. What's funny is that no one's claiming, no politician claims that mantle piece. I mean, except for like Cory Bush, right? Representative Cory right. Bush. But no one else really claims the mantle of like, yeah, the streets, you know, I support the streets. I support the BLM movement. I support right. the defund the police movement. There's yeah. very, 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 very few. Imagine seeing all that energy and just letting that shit go to waste. And it reveals who really has the power in this country. Absolutely. And yet when it comes time to vote again, everyone's going to be asking for black Americans vote specifically and and young people's vote and then blaming them when shit doesn't go yeah. in the Democrats. That's direction. Like, like, well, it's these young people don't vote motherfucking do something yeah. to yeah. help them do something that's, and they will that's I, the the sh- the meme i hate the most from like like big d lib fucking loser people who are like oh man like uh, you know leftists like ruining the country when they don't vote for biden because he didn't forgive student loans yeah it's like if he know- forgave student loans i guarantee you the democrats will win for like the next 10 years Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's and, like I guarantee you, easiest win. Yeah. It doesn't have to do win. shit legislatively. Could sit and do nothing for the next three years, which is already sort of what he's aiming to do. Yeah. All you got to do is abolish student loans. Yeah. Everyone under thirty-five will love you forever, forever, yeah. forever. The memes, always... the memes. Oh. Think of the memes, Joe It'll Biden. Great. <laughs> oh my God, we will do it's so many insane. memes for you, Joe. We'll put you in all different <laughs> kinds of aviator glasses. They're gonna move. Shit. We get laser Hell eyes. Yeah. Hell Hella yeah. laser eyes. Oh, yeah. He'll, we'll, we'll do the laser-eyed Hotep meme to Biden. You know what I mean? <laughs> Brother, Everything. You, Biden, Biden, you'll be the first black president if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll replace Clinton and Obama and be like, you remember when Biden was the He's first like, black president? <laughs> yeah, and it is wild to... I think it's a really disingenuous critique, right, for people who want to just say, well, it's really selfish that you would even articulate an opposition to voting for Democrats when the alternative is fascism. I'm sorry. A lot of people are already living some version of a fascist hellscape yeah. or oppressive hellscape, whether or not Joe Biden is in office. And I think without understanding what it means to what inaction means, it's just as violent for people. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think and and not really looking at that piece and saying, you know what? Failure to addressing these problems is is we're moving in the same direction. It's just like, what? how slow do you want to creep towards fascism? Do you want to do the slow motion version where you do nothing and just kind of watch the whole thing rot? Or Republicans who just want to put that shit to fast forward? We're still not seeing real material outcomes for working people, for poor people, for oppressed people. And that's really the whole rub. Yeah. Did you not learn your 2016 lesson at all? No. no at no. all. No. I mean, it's difficult because I keep on saying this, like Joe Biden was a wet blanket, literal wet blanket to put out the fire of Trump. Yeah. And we fucking needed a wet blanket. But now we're stuck with a wet blanket and we're like, oh, yeah. man. Oh, and it's, it's freezing. You're like, oh, this wet cold. blanket makes me colder. Yeah. Now <laughs> we need a we need a weighted blanket now. We yeah, a, exactly. Like but I think that's why a weighted blanket. I, you know, I hope to. I mean, I think I saw one piece this week talking about Joe Biden needing a primary challenger one mm. piece and that was like a very you know it was an op-ed or whatever but that that needs to be serious remember he said i'm just a bridge i'm a bridge okay yeah. well bridge yeah, your ass bridge like, your ass on out of here really st- i mean but again this bridge is your ass to kamala that, harris but <laughs> uh, well, we all know we all know after in 2028 well, we don't all know but it's likely that in 2028 
AOC is probably gonna, or she's gonna be called to run. I mean, we don't know. It, I feel like she's on the Obama track, like in 04. She had a, but she had a quote recently. She's like, I'd rather be out of this shit, man. I'd rather be in the well, streets. Like this. I is, hope so. This every is time, every time some, I mean, every time some new article, like the one we're talking about with Axios comes out, AOC is like, I will go homestead, bitches. Like, I will go live off the land and you all can fucking fight Ben for yourselves. <laughs> like, yeah, she's yeah. like this close to just putting on a bonnet and having like a million babies and never looking back. And we're like, yeah. no, we actually need you. I don't yeah. think she would ever do that, but she, she yeah. threatens and it. What's funny is because of this, too, like the, the Democrats are seeding more like like sort of this populist fertile ground to energize voters, leaving that to the conservatives now, because now they're just sort of like, hey, man, you can be anybody and like you can fuck you can fuck shit up on a school board or uh, as a yeah. as an electoral official or whatever. And they're really speaking this thing of like really trying to frame it as these people only care about the, the well-to-do and it's i mean when you look at it you're like oh, that, that kind of tracks if i'm not really looking closely i'm like yeah maybe well that's the thing the a, status quo actually ripens for fascist takeover it is perfect when you right. don't get anything done you've proven that you're useless then you make way for a demagogue to be like only i can fix it and that's mm -hmm. when authoritarianism happens and more and more People are on board with that because they're like, well, at least something's happening rather right. than absolutely nothing. Right. But I also agree that I, I don't think that people would actually necessarily vote for a Republican. But it's just lack of turnout. You know, the vote is not yeah. obligatory in this country. And yeah. so you just stay home. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And like, wh why go out? Because the, the last 40 years, they've been lying to me. So, mm -hmm. OK, whatever. Fun. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Daily Zeitgeist for president. All right. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. Speaking of the status quo, uh, Kim Potter, the Yay. cop who killed Dante Wright because she claims that she was just shooting an unarmed person with a taser rather than a full-blown gun. She is in the news because her sentencing uh, hearing uh, occurred uh, last week. And a lot of people are saying, what, what, what's going to be the outcome? You know, charged with first and second degree, degree manslaughter. Is it going to be 15 years like Dante Wright's family had hoped for? Is it going to be the seven years that the prosecutors wanted who felt like, you know, based on her record, this feels about right based on the sentence or based on the crime? Or would the legal system just find a way to access untold amounts of empathy for the killer? Uh, it's the third one. She was sentenced to barely two years with time served, along with a weak ass fine that like it sounds like something you would get for just like driving drunk too many times and you'd never yeah. hurt anybody like it's like, yeah, uh -huh. man, sorry, you're on probation. You're going to have to spend 16 more months in jail and then you can go back to your two children who are still alive. Right. And go on with your life. Mm -hmm. The thing that was really I mean, again, speaking of, you know, how the legal system and, and you know, oppressive systems maintain themselves, the. The judge in this trial felt so terrible for this mm. woman, Kim Potter, again, who is still alive there and their children are, you know, for all for all intents and purposes. Her life is unchanged since this this shooting. Uh, again, this sentence was below state guidelines. And the judge, Regina Chu, said it was, quote, one of the saddest cases I've had on my 20 years on the bench. Oh, really? Was it because Dante Wright was a young father uh, and was maybe needlessly killed? Is that mm -hmm. what it was on the mm -hmm. and this goes on, quote, on the one hand, a young man was killed. 
And on the other, a respected 26-year veteran police officer made a tragic error by pulling her handgun instead of her taser. Now, listen to, listen to this. On the one hand, mm-hmm. a young man. That's it. That's all you get there. Was killed. That's all yep. you get. That, that reductive, a young man was killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the other hand, you get a respected 26-year veteran mm-hmm. police officer tragic error like you know you yeah. get all these like uh, you know all these adjectives to mm-hmm. describe mm-hmm. this person who murdered somebody and who used the excuse i didn't know the, for, get the fuck out i i can tell the difference without looking between my roku remote and my fucking television remote <laughs> you're a police officer yeah and you can't tell the difference between your taser and your handgun Get the fuck out of Get the fuck out of And if that's the case, you should be in jail for 10 years for being the worst 26-year veteran police officer in mm-hmm. the fucking world who, after 26 years in the yes. heat of battle, still can't tell the difference between your fucking handgun and the taser. Kiss my entire brown ass. Like, get the fuck out of here. Was she not actually the kind of, like, was she not training other police yes, officers? she was. Already in, in, like, maintaining your cool in these situations? That's, again, here. look at where all the empathy is. You've reduced this young man to a young man. That's yeah. it. Nothing That's about it. 20 years old, not not even 21 years old. Not about their, their child that is yes. going to be, who's missing a parent now. But this other thing is now just, and, and completely, again, the reduction of just saying that Dante Wright is a young man and completely ignores the pile of black bodies that have been mm-hmm. created by l- like law enforcement officers who just feel like they can do whatever the fuck they want to. That's not the issue here. It's just a tragic case. It's just it's also weird to me that the judge says it's one of the saddest cases I've had on my 20 years on the bench. Really? Again, another like veteran in the justice system or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. And this is the saddest case. And you gave this woman two years with 16, 16 months, essentially only served and then on parole. Well, is yeah. it sad because you're feeling more for this police officer yes. than you are for the family and the man who, and the children yeah. who no longer have a dad? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? This is sad to you. I'm sure you've seen and you've sentenced like far, like. Far poor people, let's say, to, uh, like, condemn them to way longer life sentences or way longer sentences for nonviolent drug offenses Mm -hmm. than you just did for a police officer who should have known better, who just murdered a dude in cold blood. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why she's sad about this. Because, because, I mean, it's sad to see that I have to punish someone who is an upholder of oppression. I'm just so sad that I even have to do I'm sad <laughs> yeah. I couldn't I couldn't just let her go right now. That's exactly what it is. That's what I'm, I'm sad, so sad that I even had to do this much. Yeah. That's what and it the is. The only time the only time people are sad for people who make tragic errors in their profession is with police officers. We pay them not to make these mistakes. Like this mm-hmm. is that's their job not to make this mistake. Motherfuckers wasn't sad for the captain who rode the Titanic into the iceberg. Like, motherfuckers wasn't sad for, you know, pilots who crashed and shit. You're not sad for, you know, them. As a matter of fact, people sued them. Yeah. <laughs> people right. sued, like, the motherfuckers who, like, make tragic errors in their jobs because, and, like, mistakes happen. I get it. I'm not, like, being that reductive or that dunce. But, like, we pay professionals, especially a 26-year professional, yeah, right. to not make mistakes like this. Right. 
And, you know, the judge said that the lesser sentence, they said, you know, is kind of above board. Let me tell you why. Quote, Potter was in the line of duty and doing her job in attempting to lawfully arrest Dante Wright when she mistook her gun for a taser. Okay. And then said Potter was also trying to protect another officer who could have been dragged and seriously injured if Wright drove away. Mm. Okay. I don't, I don't know about all that. I know he was shot in his chest and then died a few blocks away in his car. And how long did that black officer in Minnesota get sentenced for killing that white woman? And that was, wasn't that a, hmm, I think it was a much longer sentence. But mm-hmm. again, this is where uh, the judge says, this is different. Quote, this is not a cop found guilty of murder for using his knee to pin down a person for nine and a half minutes as he gasped for air. This is not a cop found guilty of manslaughter for intentionally drawing his firearm and shooting across his partner and killing an unarmed woman who approached his squad. This is a cop who made a tragic mistake. I can't honestly believe it. Potter's lawyer, her defense attorney, gestured to a box during because if you saw any of the trial, Kim Potter went up there with those tears. Yeah, that you know, that shit is more potent than fucking uranium. Mm-hmm, uh, white mm-hmm. woman tears. You mm-hmm. you could fucking you can move heaven and earth with that shit. Her her attorney gestured to a box that was supposedly that contained supposedly he said thousands of letters. And postcards of support saying, quote, he has never seen anything like this in his life. What is that supposed to mean? If you get enough love letters from other racists that there's like a quota you can hit, they're like, okay, you got your thousand postcards and your white woman tears. Okay, not guilty. Yeah, it's like like the Valentine's Day box. You know, you just decorate it real nice and like, well, I mean, she the racist had a nicer Valentine's Day box. So people wanted to put more Valentine's in it. And the judge said the same thing. I received so many letters of support. Oh, that's funny because I remember outpouring of protests around this murder. Yeah. But I guess they didn't come in the form that you liked it in. It needed to be like a little handwritten note on some, you know, paper source stationery. Mm -hmm. A lot less energy to put your body out there in the street. Oh, that's for sure. They just spray it with strawberry spray, you know. Exactly. This smells good. Ooh, this is real support. Mm, and that, yes. and and what's wild too is that the sentence comes out the same day they put Amir Locke, you laid him to rest. Yeah, in Minnesota, and it it's just a it's uh, again. I mean, status quo. yes, it's the exactly it's the status quo, and, and and the and the sad part for me is that like these things, I'm so desensitized to this shit at this yeah. point. Like I don't even feel anything. Like and I know that's sad. I mean, I feel anger. But my anger at this point has to be so compartmentalized where, like, by the time we go to the next segment, I've forgotten my anger about this story. Yeah. You know, like, it has it, it has to be that way because if not, you can get weighed down by the fact that this sentence comes out when we bury a mirror. You know, like, th- yeah. these things stack up in a way that it's just like... It's overwhelming. You know? And I think that's, an, it, it's, that's kind of like an abstraction for most American people who might not be you know, as in touch with the idea that they're living in an unjust nation, because for many groups of people here, you see the same shit happen over and over and over and over and over again. And you begin to get this feedback from society that says, my life isn't really worth much. I'm disposable. Mm-hmm. There isn't. A, I, I it seems to be that an easier way for me to exist is to just try and bury everything and ignore the fact that the the violence that is committed against people who look like me or believe the things I do or or or, or you know for whatever whatever the the reason is that I all I can do is have a very very cynical idea about what 
uh, yeah. is was it what's in store for me. And that and again, that also feeds into like even when these people say, like, I can't believe they wouldn't vote for Democrats. Let me tell you why, because sure. a lot of people are seeing this really horrific shit happen over and over again. And I don't care how many fucking dashikis or how much kente cloth you wrap around your dumb ass in the Capitol. That doesn't change the fact that you functionally did fuck all to yeah. protect people. And that's what is really infuriating is that you see, le- quote unquote, leadership in this country and they're not prioritizing just the bare minimum. We're still having fucking debates over qualified immunity. You know what exactly. I mean? And that's what really makes it disheartening, too, is like we can't even get over that fucking hurdle, let alone even what you were mentioning, Francesca, like still no databases. We're still can't even do the bare minimum. So much criminality within the justice system. And not only that, I mean, you've got extremists just laced all through it, too, you yeah. know, as January 6th proved. And uh, but meanwhile, the defund the police people are radical. Come yeah. on. Yeah. And uh, and anything I think the right and even to obviously a certain extent, uh, Democrats, but. They're kind of okay with the number of innocent black Americans who get gunned down so long as you don't say anything about it. Right. It's like, no, the real problem they have is with people taking the streets about this. Mm -hmm. They're not upset by the status quo of the murder. They're fine with that. They're just really mad that you've got a problem with. And that's racism in a nutshell. That's right wing and that's left wing in a nutshell. It's like, I thought we were post-race. Why you have to keep on reminding me that your community is over-policed and uh, that you've lost your relatives to gun violence, police violence, and the criminal industrial complex or the the prison industrial complex, you know? And yeah, everyone's in a shitty relationship with this country, which has uh, violated you, transgressed over and over, and still, and still does the thing like what you hear in a lot of dysfunctional, toxic relationships. Oh, my God, you're still talking about that? Right. That I, that I cheated on you multiple times, that I'm uh, abusive, that I'm no good. We're still talking about this? Yes, because you are still fucking up. That's why. And the fact that this insistence to move on, again, but the inaction is just as violent because you're not addressing the fucking factors that are making life so miserable for people. Right. Yeah. As, as you're texting your 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 other like side chick, like you're still talking right. about that. Hang oh on. God. Let me answer this text from I her. I told you I'm, I'm working in social media stuff now. So I have yeah, to look wait. for people with big followings. <laughs> That's this my, is my job. This is my yes. job. Becky Cakes is a serious business person that I have to speak <laughs> with. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I may not to not to not to change the subject on this, you know, mm-hmm. on this subject. Uh, I may need an alibi. Yeah, I I just got an email. I was that's why I was checking my phone, and I want I want y'all to keep this in because I may need y'all to I may need the whole internet to be like, nah, he wasn't there. Okay. I just got a I just got an email from like a weed store, a dispensary w- with the, like a ninety one dollar order. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I was like, "Oh shit, somebody just stole my card!" But then it was like payment type cash, so like somebody must have went to a weed store posing as me and paid cash for like a hundred dollars of shit. And uh, but and you got I the got points. The, but I got the receipt and like the points and shit. I'm not sure what's going on, but <laughs> in case this weed store, in case the dispensary right. gets robbed or some shit today. I want y'all to let everybody know Jackie's was recording Jackie's the Daily Zeitgeist right here, right mm-hmm. now. I got an alibi. It wasn't me. But if nothing like that happens, I want these points. 
All right. Yeah. I want these Enough points. You, you want the stamps on the card. I want Enough the stamps stuff. on the card. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was sweating, though. I was sweating. I was like, damn, somebody <laughs> got my card, man. I was. That's why I went silent for a minute. Maybe it's <laughs> like, maybe someone's hooking you up and you're going to get bing bong. You're like, hey, maybe maybe somebody about to be on my door and be like, here's a yeah. present for you, brother. Oh, remember those white guilt gifts from 2020? Damn. Oh, some. Oh. Remember them Venmos, man? Hey, them man. Venmos? I miss them. Mm, from people, motherfuckers from Venmos. high school, they're like, hey, man. I ain't had one. Mo- <laughs> I haven't had one person Venmo me for Black History Month this yeah. year. God damn! And like I would donate maybe it anyway, it. but maybe this is yeah. it. Right, everybody. Exactly. Venmo me, Miles, and Francesca because Francesca was here by default. That's Venmo right. us all for Black History Month, and uh, everybody. We'll please. decide what we're going to do with it. <laughs> and please don't let it be a scam similar to what the Trumps are up to right now. Because, my God, if crypto wasn't being fucking force fed to people at the rate that it is now, I mean, I don't even know what to say here. So, first of all, we all know NFTs are fucking tight. OK, mm-hmm. they're like oh. the sickest mm-hmm. way to fucking go skip a few steps straight to ballardom. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's why my first lady, Melenio Trump, is coming out with her own set of collectible POTUS NFTs. I just want to read this fucking fucking press release that came out from Melania's tw- Twitter account. POTUS Trump NFT collection to launch on President's Day. The POTUS Trump NFT collection celebrating the Trump presidency will launch on blah, blah, blah on President's Day. They go on to say, the NFT collection consists of 10 original pieces of digital artwork highlighting iconic moments from President Trump's administration, such as the 4th of July visit to Mount Rushmore and Christmas at the White House. The limited edition collection is comprised of 10,000 NFTs and is tiered into platinum and gold levels. Again, mm-hmm. they're saying they've got it. The quote from uh, Melania is, quote, I am proud to expand upon my NFT platform, and I'm honored to be able to recognize important moments in our nation's history. Our nation's history. history. I look forward to (laughs) collaborating with others to offer a truly special, authentic parts of U.S. history. (laughs) Also by the board. I love it. My husband. My husband. My husband is, you know how it's like my wife, and it's my my husband. My my (laughs) captor. I mean... Let's be real. I I love being part of this as well. They're, uh, the, the thing that they say, it. the company goes on and be like, you know, this company is providing history fans the ability to purchase patriotic themed collectibles with immutable provenance permanently recorded <laughs> on the blockchain. Okay, full. Immutable provenance? The yeah. fuck is that? I mean, you know, just because it's real art, you know, it's not like, yeah. like those... You don't know if you're getting janky art. You know the provenance of this. You know where it originates from because of the blockchain. Which is funny because this isn't the first time Melania Trump has sold NFTs. Like a couple weeks back, she sold like a grifter, like charity bundle, which was like the white hat she wore when she met Macron and a watercolor of that moment. And then an NFT version of that watercolor piece. This shit sold for $170,000. And it was supposed to go to some portion went to charity. We don't know what the fuck. But here's the thing. The thing about the blockchain is. You can kind of dig in and try and line some shit up and figure out, well, who? let let me see if there's anything overlapping. Turns out the same crypto wallet that paid for this winning NFT bit or whatever is the same crypto wallet that created the NFT in the first fucking place. Mm. They said they did it on behalf to facilitate the buy on behalf of like a third party. Now, the big critique of this shit, of all this NFT shit is. You can buy your own shit at an inflated price to give the fucking impression that the shit is worth more than it is and wait for some other idiot to come along and buy the shit off. You can be like, 
they like, I, I put up the 15 grand to make that shit look like it was worth 15. And then this person gave me 20 for it. Done right. deal. So it's a very, you know, again, immutable provenance. And people money launder. Money launder. Yes. Oh, this, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, now, I, you know, like, I still just really don't get it. And, and one of my homies, I think he's been on this show before, shout out to Bezad, is mm-hmm. into it. I mean, he's into it. Like, he would get so mad right now at us talking about it. They support this shit. And he tried to explain it to me. It was like, it's going to be the future. And things like Snoop Dogg just uh, announced Death Row is going to be NFT label or some shit like mm-hmm. that. Which I, I just, I don't, I really don't understand it. I, I think and like I'm I, I don't feel like I'm a pretty that. smart guy and like I just can't grasp it. I don't understand it. And I don't think people who are into it even understand it. They I just the, are you know, doing it. The benevolent <laughs> crypto argument is one thing, right? Is that you're finding a decentralized financial system that isn't tied to like the global banking system. With no agreed upon value that is insanely volatile and could crash at mm-hmm. any moment that is actually right. not used to buy and sell goods. Right. But it's merely hoard and inflate value. And, but even then. And even then, right? Like. You have these like these groups of people who are like, you know, putting together crypto DAOs and stuff. There was this group where this guy used like the very democratic form of their like DAO to make himself the leader. And then he took all the crypto and ran with it. So a lot of people like this is how it could be. And I get that there is a way that it could be. But the second you're should it that greed is a dimension of it. It's going to be completely perverted. And I I, I think maybe one percent of people are going to try and use it in a way that. I get that there is a way to maybe think of a better future, but based on the amount, the amounts of energy that it takes to mine the shit and all this other nonsense that goes on from, from my perspective, I'm like, why is every rich motherfucker suddenly coming out here with their NFTs or, or trying to pump up some version of crypto? Because again, it's thinking of it as like downline salespeople from the, what's the, what was the jeggings company, the leggings company, LuLaRoe. You know what I mean? Mm, They need more people to come in down line from them to make sure that the assets that they have now, they can sell that shit and it's still worth something. Right. Because if they don't. Yeah, they're going to be holding the fucking bag. And that's like that's the obviously the the cynical view of it that I have looking at it and why I like whenever I see Larry David out here like fucking, you know, and being a fucking. uh preacher evangelical for this shit i'm like it's a rap dude like they got I had to his stop everything and watch that ad i was like Shh, that commercial quiet. was funny i laughed yeah it was, it was funny. funny and then where <laughs> and then it ended i was like, like oh, oh god uh, yeah the punchline like, was on us indeed yeah. few things can make me like the federal reserve and <laughs> <laughs> crypto and Crypto's nfts are like yeah Maybe we need the Federal Maybe we Reserve. Need it's crypto it's, and then actually touring the Federal because it's a dope-ass tour. But <laughs> those are the yeah. only things that like, can make you like the Federal Reserve. <laughs> what? Okay, so but what I don't get about the NFT is I'm going to create a piece of art that is not replicable and assign an arbitrary value to it that is then somehow going to appreciate, even though what the f- it's not even I get Bitcoin because it's got the word coin in it. But like, what the fuck? What am I going to do with this little dog or this little Melania hat? You got it. So what happens? So like, this is what Bezai said to me. He was like, because he went to Noah uh, Trevor, like a show of his. And like, you could buy the ticket just with cash or you could buy an NFT. And like, if you have the NFT, it was the same price. But if you have the NFT, 
like subsequent shows or different things could be like and for anybody who has like the trevor noah nft you get these perks and these perks and these perks so it's like you get it's like it's basically like a reward program okay that's but, a, that but there's a quantity of that that i true, sort of right. get right the whole yes. point is nfts are helping to mainstream the use of cryptocurrencies that's it i really see. like if you broaden out because okay. it's not enough to people be like, oh, I bought this much Ethereum or I bought this much crypto or Doge okay. or whatever. You're saying we got to find a way for people to start using this crypto in a way that also feels like there's it's an investment and also works, too. So if you don't know much about economics, you damn sure know about Michael Jordan taking off from the free throw line in a dunk contest. Don't you want to own that <laughs> gift as the NFT and be the only motherfucker on the Internet that owns that? Like, yeah. that's all it is. They're making fun of us. They're making fun of us instead of helping us understand the economy and also how bullshit like the market is. They're just making fun of us. Yeah, they're like. Do you want to really be a Miranda if you're such a Sex in the City fan? <laughs> well, by the moment that Shay Diaz fingered Miranda in Carrie's yeah. apartment. Face whoa. to face, face to face kitchen finger bang scene <laughs> in an NFT. You got it. That's mocking me. <laughs> I'd buy it. Oh, man. I'd buy it. <laughs> I'd buy it. It wasn't not hot. It was hot. It's the only time. It was hot. It's the only time I like Shay Diaz. Yeah, the only like time. smoking weed and being like, "Shut up, girl." My, oh, your yeah. friend recovering in the other room from her surgery. Shut the fuck up. Take this. Take this. <laughs> NFT. Oh, oh my god. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Let's keep our eyes on the dystopia a little bit more as we talk about MoviePass. You know, as our writer J.M. McNabb says, they're going full Black Mirror. You say, what? How could MoviePass become some kind of Black Mirror episode? Well, let me tell you. So at the end of last year, one of the original co-founders, Stacey Spikes, acquired the company out of bankruptcy. Okay, and the whole thing with Stacey Spikes was they were saying, look, I was basically ousted from the company originally because I was the one saying, yo, this business model doesn't work. It makes no <laughs> sense. Like, you're going to fuck everything up trying to do it like this. And they're like, you know what, Stacey, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Spikes comes back and then, you know, saying, aha, I will buy this fucking distressed asset now and finally make it the thing that it needs to be really pay off on this process of movie or the the promise of movie pass. And so we're like, well, what are the new what's the new movie pass about? What's it going to be? Well, along some like whatever boring details, there's a new thing that it's going to have an app where you can, quote, earn credits to go to the movies by watching ads and commercials that are customized to you. You say, OK, well, it's like sounds like I remember Minority doing that Report. shit in the, the late 90s and like early 2000s where you would just do like focus groups and you get like free East Pack backpack all the time. That was like my bread and butter. <laughs> mm-hmm. But this whole thing now, it's like you have to you have to do it our way. So how do you get these credits? Well, in order to make sure that your stinking ass is actually looking at the fucking advertisements, the the app is going to access your phone's front-facing camera to make sure that your eyes are fucking on the screen. No. Eye movement trackers to say, hey, ah, 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 you trying to fucking zone out during this John and Kate Plus 8 reboot series that's coming out. Yeah. You need to look at this. Like a red square comes on the screen and it pauses the video until it knows you're looking back at it again. And that's how you earn 
your little fucking creddies. It is Minority Report. Yeah. Yeah. It is It is scary. So, first of all, this is insane. And I love it. I, I, I'll <laughs> never do it. But I love, I love that, like, we are finally seeing, uh, what's the right word? The downfall of <laughs> how accelerated our technology has gotten on us. Where, basically, all this is doing to me is, because this is not going to work. But, like, all this is doing to me is... Driving home the fact that our phones can track our fucking eyeballs. Absolutely. <laughs> like, and, and this is the technology that we have. When we're looking at our phones, I, this is off topic, but kind of on topic. I had to do like some, I, for the IRS or some shit, some verify ID shit. And mm-hmm. I did it on my phone and I had to upload my driver's license. And it was like, okay, now we are going to turn on your camera and take a selfie video of you to verify that you look like your ID. And it was right. like this video selfie that was all different colors and it was like scanning my face. And I was like, this is my fucking phone. Yeah. And yeah, this is yeah. the IRS yeah. accessing my phone to do this shit. And the fact that it has gotten down to the point where Movie Pass can do this too. <laughs> insane. Exactly. Insane. I mean, I, if. Nothing will make me watch an ad for Marry Me all the way through. Like, I, <laughs> you cannot force me to watch that fucking ad for that fucking movie with Owen yeah. goddamn Wilson. Right. Uh, or is it Luke? No, no it's, it's Owen. Owen. It's Owen. Owen. Yeah. It's no, Owen. I don't want to watch The cast J-Lo. of Anaconda got back together for a ro- romantic film. Right, right. I get, I, I've scrolled past that. I don't care if I get free movies. I do not care. Yeah, I, mean, I will not watch that all the I way. I feel like what we need to do is invest in like fake eyes that people can right. put on and then trick your fucking phone into thinking like your eyes are actually looking at the screen. I bet you could like, just put like a broom with googly eyes and yeah. like set it eyes. up. Right. Or even like sunglasses that have eyes printed on them. Yeah. And something. they're just like, yeah, this shit looking. Because what, what, I mean? what if you do have sunglasses on? What? You got to take them off? I mean, Jackie's, you're yeah. right because it's like. The half of your brain when something like that happens, the IRS thing, I think I did something similar, but I've like put it into the like, will it forever forget mm-hmm. that we're entering into uh, tech totalitarianism part mm-hmm. of your brain where you're like, I'm going to forget I even did that. But, yeah. but like you're simultaneously kind of fascinated that it even exists. Yeah. Right? So you're split. You're like, oh, wow. Whoa, wow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you know. that's how I All felt. Right. I was like, I they guess this is cool, but also this is terrifying because at any point, you can just turn this on. <laughs> you can turn this on. You can listen mm-hmm. to me. You can see me. Like, it's, yeah. it's pretty wild. It, it's wild. it's I mean, interesting because it's also like the models. Like, I don't know if Apple is participating in this, but like, the, you know, Apple's model is like, yeah, no, no, we're tracking you all the time, but only yeah. for us, really. And they've been generally resistant when like the NSA and others want a, a back. They hate the idea of building in a back channel for security. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they think that that's like a violation of privacy slash their ability to come out with the next new iPhone. You know, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. no heroes. Right. But like they're the least awful when it comes to some of this privacy stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's also it makes me reconsider. You ever like when you're going number two, I don't like to hold my phone because that's gross. I like to set it up and it's mm. oh, wow. like, put something on to watch and Let's then I'll like that. be watching it. Why? Because okay. you feel like in the act of shitting, like your whole body becomes filthy. So you're yeah, it's it just gr- I don't know. I like to put it somewhere and then <laughs> okay. I'll like sit down because, of course, we I'm can never be alone. The fuck out that phone. 
Oh yeah, you're holding yeah. it. Oh, I oh, hold yeah. my phone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta I'm not it. touching my ass. I while brought I'm a laptop. Sitting. I sometimes I bring a laptop <laughs> in the fucking bathroom if I need yeah, to watch okay. something on a bigger screen. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna watch Mary. But first I get sight. you though. I get you. It's the it's the it's the it's the fact that it's in a bed. It's it's a mental thing. You don't. Your body is doing something that you don't want to actually like touch something Interact that goes to with. your face. Like, I just feel actually a little too close to all the people I interact with on the internet. Okay. Like something, I'm gonna push the wrong button, <laughs> and someone's gonna hear like this news oh, drop. Right. Wow! Like, I'm going, Whoa. I'm going accidentally press Snapchat, and somebody gonna be like, "Oh, Yo, is that Francesca? Francesca? going live right now on Instagram?" <laughs> yeah. And you're like, "Oh, what?" That's exactly what I'm afraid of. But I also know that like there is someone on the other side of this little black mirror. My my phone's name is Black Mirror 2020. Is I it? love it. If you ever want to airdrop me airdrop, anything, yeah. people. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Good to so, know. But I always imagine that there is someone on the other side watching me just kind of like on the toilet far away. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm doing that. I'm on a, on a side frame anyway. Long distance. You're listening uh, so, as a podcast, which you probably are. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild, too, because the creator, people keep saying like, why Black Mirror ain't coming back? And the creator just straight up said... The world is depressing enough now. Yeah. Like when the world gets so depressing enough for the Black Mirror creator. Yeah. And we yeah. get to the point where it's like, yeah, he's right. Like MoviePass talking about we're going to track your eyeballs. Also, shout out to AMC A-List. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 20, you know, let me get the plug in here real quick. 25 bucks. See three movies a week. I know MoviePass. I thought that shit was 20 before. It, it raised. It raised after the pandemic. Mm. But you know what? We trying to keep movies alive. 25 a month. Alive. You get free popcorn or just extra free popcorn? You get extra free popcorn. Okay. Yeah. Extra free, free popcorn. Extra. You can see any movie. IMAX. You can do it all. You know, it's 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 a beautiful thing. Movie Pass was a unicorn in the movie going experience, yeah. but it got people going back to the movies. I think, which was pretty dope. I don't think there are three movies in a given month I no. ever want to see in a theater. No, absolutely not. In the but, summer, maybe because it's hot, and I like yeah, to be. Sure. In a, I like going to a cold movie theater in, when mm. it's hot. But I mean, that's the thing. I'm already like I'm looking at how like you know a lot of these places are like private theater rental. I'm like I want to go in there and straight up disrespect an AMC theater like bring oh, yeah. in a bunch of crawfish. We have a crawfish. You have a crawfish. <laughs> eat a crawfish boil in the fucking theater uh, and rent that shit out. Be like I'm sorry. Yeah, and we're smoking blunts in here. I don't know who these other people are. They just joined. Us. I don't know Mr. AMC, but we really enjoyed House of Gucci. I'd be smoking my vape in the AMC. I know exactly. it's bad, but I'd be I'd be getting high in the in the movie theaters. Wow. But anyway, Renegade. <laughs> I just want to say about alongside this story with Stacy Spikes. So he originally had another app that he launched on Kickstarter in 2019 called Pre-Show, which was exactly this same idea. You hmm. get credits for movies if you watch like 15 to 20 minutes of commercials while the camera's fixed upon your eyeballs. So 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah, I think you could probably break it up, right? You may maybe you have to get through that shit to get a credit and you could probably break it up however you want. But that's a hell of a lot of your damn human time to do that, which is why buy our fake eyes so you can hack these kinds of stupid mm -hmm. devices. But Advertisers will absolutely go for this. Like on oh, yeah. that side, they're like, oh, it's perfect. I love this. Well, force their eyes on it. Great. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm there for it because honestly with the whole streaming thing and everyone fast forwards it's a uh, it's difficult it's a mess it's a mess how am i it's supposed to sell totally... my toxic yeah. yard they're gonna start doing that with tv <laughs> with tvs now like yo you want to keep watching grand crew watch these commercials they're like yes because <laughs> I, I like the idea of a <laughs> of a stripper named pipe jerry or, or a plumber named jerry pipe Similar thing happened, <laughs> you know, some similar thing that technology I didn't know existed, but it's like incredibly surveillance state was 
I think Matt was trying to um, record, like screen record the trailer for The Many Saints of Newark. Newark. I yeah. was like, where are we? Uh, Many Saints of Newark. <laughs> terrible film. But and he, after he screen recorded it, he watched it back. It was black. Black. It's completely yeah. dark screen. Like, yeah, that's because Apple Apple is trying to help you out. That's any of those third party shits to actually be able to like record. Because even if you did a screen cap, like you can't even take a picture of your of shit. Like yeah. I used to do that shit to make memes of like 90 Day Fiance. Uh-huh. They'll be like, nope, shit's black because the app, like the Apple operating system knows you're trying to lift like a copyrighted image. Fuck that. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. But wow. look, there's workarounds. But <laughs> the, the one thing Stacey Spike said about all this, like, yeah, maybe it's fucking weird. But at the very least, I'm being upfront about how this shit works. I'm not trying to talk like sneak in weird little fees and shit and limits on what this new movie pass is. We're being straight up. Look at these ads. Maybe get some more free movies. Why am I the bad guy? So, I mean, know. I don't disagree with that. In yeah, but that's, that hardly makes me want to engage with it. It doesn't more. make me want to do it. But yeah. if he's like, yo, we're telling you everything we're going to do. We're, t- we're telling you we're taking right. advantage of the technology that they give us. At least he's just like saying, I'm not lying to you. You just got to decide if you I like okay that defense, it. too. It's like, baby, I told you I was a scumbag when you got with <laughs> Baby, I told you I was going to have sex with another woman. What you mad about? I was upfront about it. Come on now. And now was, I'm the bad guy. I never and now lied. I'm the bad guy. I never lied. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, good luck to them. If you want to join for my uh, crawfish boil in a, in a movie theater, uh, hit me up on Twitter. So yeah, Miles, let's do that. a coalition that. of the willing. Let's go. Just, let's do that. What, what movie coming out? Let's go do that. For also, Thor. shit. There's a boiling crab right across the street from the fucking right AMC. The from AMC 16. Watch baby. me come in oh. with a motherfucking gigantic trash bag of crawdads and fucking mm-hmm. boiled potatoes and corn. And they're like, "What are you doing, with that sir?" I'm like, "I'm going to eat this and watch the new Spider Man." Good Hell day, yeah. sir. The cockroach of the sea. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I can have like two, and then I look at their face, and I'm like. Ugh, I can't oh, anymore. So good. Give me you shrimp. Suck all the Fine. Sound. You, I'm not you a good person either. You don't, like, you don't like crawfish either? It's all right. Oh, I love it's. It's so interactive. I like an interactive food. Like I like working for it, like breaking sure. shit down. You know what no. I mean? Yeah, I get it. Hey, different strokes. <laughs> nah, so I, I guess give me my food, man. What are you gonna have? The <laughs> crab legs then? Hell yeah. Okay, bougie. Hell bougie yeah. Or chicken. Yes. Yeah. How about <laughs> easier to eat? How about some easier chicken? to eat? Meanwhile, <laughs> the crawfish of the land, yes. as they say. Yeah. Meanwhile, my whole outfit is soaked in whole shebang juice. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh well. yeah, you you get messy in that AMC. <laughs> oh my god, disrespect! I'm not joking. I think this the funny because sh- have you seen that meme of like that black woman who was on like a Spirit Airlines flight and she had a whole seafood boil she was eating in the plane like <laughs> big ass crab legs and shit. And like everyone's like, yo, she's doing it right. But like also just the the air on that plane. <laughs> Shout air. out to people who are sitting around her. I was on a flight from Boston back to I think it was San Francisco when I was living there and I was so hungry. It was one of those like, I don't know, nine, ten AM flights, whatever, too early to have gotten anything to eat. I fucked up. It was a long flight. And the guy next to me has a giant buttery lobster roll. Oh and he's just eating it right next to me. Oh. And I was like, Oh, I was like just itching. I was oh. so, you know, I like almost, I was very close to asking him for a bite. Is, okay, and I hate, to, I was going to end the show, but now it got me thinking. You know how sometimes uh, you'll see somebody come on a plane with like a whole ass meal. I'm like, this motherfucker brought a whole fucking meal on this tiny yeah. ass plane. Do you, are you more outraged that 
they're being selfish and they're polluting the, the, the odor, the air with their food, or you just mad because you only ate a fucking nature Valley bar four hours ago before you got on the plane. Your stomach's louder than a fucking, you know, DMX concert. Definitely. Definitely the, the latter. latter. Yeah. Louder yeah. Than DMX concert. I yeah. think about, I'm like, oh, God, I'm like, I wish I should have, man, this motherfucker brought five guys on. Yeah. yeah. And well, the, shit, and I be, y'all don't bring food on the, I won't bring I food from the crib on the plane, but anything past the gate, oh, that shit, oh, yeah. Eat, eat I on do, the, but yeah. then I get in the thing, I'm like, man, this fucking shit ain't worth that much. Cause you know, LAX oh, well, yeah. is the, f- like, dog shit. With Jersey the Mike's is, is like $73. Is LAX yeah. Too. Yeah. It's Coming depends. from Chicago, the, the Chicago airport's got some good food and other airports got great Does food. it? SFO uh, has great food, SFO but my mom, of course, food. she's Chinese, so she always brings stuff from home. It's like <laughs> cut yeah. apples, cheeses, oh, endless. That's like my mom. She's like, I made egg sandwiches, and I'm like, <laughs> I love these, mom, but we we're violating people by <laughs> eating these on the plane. She's like, okay, or hit up tuna, love like, field, fine. and go get a water burger. Ooh, mm. Mm. all right. Mm. Anyway, Francesca, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show today. It's so good Hell to have yeah. you. and Thank you. Have your insights, which are priceless. Always so much fun. People already know where to find you. March 10th, I believe, correct? Uh, Hell yeah. At the, the Bell, Bell House. House. Situationroom.com if you want to come out and see me or follow me on all the socials. At With Sam, Fran, Matt, and who else? Sam, Matt, Council Member Tiffany Caban. Again, DSA-backed, like, you know, Democratic Socialist on the... New York City Council. We'll see how she's doing with Eric Adams <laughs> and his uh, vegan cop-loving ways. Hey, man, we got to get rid of this drill music. You feel me? <laughs> That's the problem. It's the music, not the... Close terrible. the door. Oh, you died in a fire? Close huh. the door. Close the door. Yikes. Uh, is there a tweet <laughs> that you're liking? Oh, also, like, what about... No, shout out your, you know, socials, all that. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, Franny Fio on Twitter and Instagram and even TikTok. Franny Fio, F-R-A-N-I-F-I-O. I'm sure that you guys discuss this in great detail, but I'm loving everything that has to do with the Ram Ranch resistance. Mm. I don't uh, know if we've talked. I don't know if they talked about it when I was gone, but I know about the, the gay musical that is disrupting the trucker convoy. Yes, the mm-hmm. trucker convoys who are speaking on an app called Tello are being interrupted by the gay cowboy anthem Ram Ranch, which is also a terrible but very funny song. And so a guy named a BuzzFeed reporter named Paul McLeod was just live tweeting this discussion on Zello with a bunch of the truckers. And it's very, 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 very fun. Let me just read <laughs> one one of these. <laughs> He writes, this has gone way off the rails. Actual quote just now. What is this Ram Ranch people are talking about? Is it somewhere we can go and get our money? (laughs) So this is, these are all the Canadian trucker supporters who've just been completely swindled out of their money. And someone's playing Ram Ranch, which starts with 18 naked cowboys in the shower at Ram Ranch. And uh, yeah, it's beautiful. I love this entire thread. I love it. I love just the chaos with the like, we don't know how to get the damn crypto out. (laughs) Like, okay. Well, you tried. You tried. Jaquise, thank you so much, man, for coming on and and being host. Yes, I know. I know. I know. Tell them, I mean, obviously, look, I'll just let you do. Where do they find you? Where do they follow you? Man, you can find me in these streets as always. I've been looking, I'm looking for a tweet right now. I always forget (laughs) to find a tweet. 
I've been liking I've been liking trash tweets I'm looking over the past couple of days now. Just like no funny tweets, just all I've been in like the 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 world is terrible mood on Twitter mm. for the past mm. couple of days. So let me let me try to find a comedy one for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Something that's funny. Oh, all right. Fuck it. I don't need nothing that's funny. Let me get y'all excited about something. Yeah. Okay. So I, I didn't I didn't know this. Uh, so a tweet I'm liking is this idea from a Muppet movie that's never gotten made that I think sounds dope as hell that I uh-huh. would love to see made, especially if it's a Muppet movie, but even just this concept, I think it's pretty dope. So there's this like tweet going around where people are re- retweeting, what's your pop culture white whale, uh, unreleased, mm. unrealized stuff. Oh yeah, I remember oh. that tweet, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are like, you know, saying what it is. Luke Eplin wrote, when Jim Henson died, he was developing an idea called the cheapest Muppet movie ever in which Gonzo blows the budget on the opening credits and then the rest of the movie gets cheaper and cheaper looking. Same street <laughs> in every shot, et cetera. Would have been amazing. That shit sounds great. Yes. <laughs> like, that is sounds, that for real? Yeah, I mean, apparently he was developing. comedy idea of, damn. Yes, that's so fucking funny. And then apparently, like, I went in the, uh, the thread and people were saying, every once in a while, the Henson Company or somebody will, like, bring it back up and hopefully one day it'll actually go into development but that is so funny like That's the opening great. sequence is just big budget is beautiful is great and then the rest of the movie just gets cheaper and just cheaper. every celebrity cameo in the yes. first 30 yeah. seconds <laughs> yeah and then by the end is heidi montag from the hills yes <laughs> that is such that is such a funny idea that i wish somebody would i you wish i want the muppets to do it because it would be very beautiful i think but just the idea we need to pull up to, uh, what is that, Sunset in La Brea, where Henson oh, yeah. Studios is at. Go to that Henson Studios. Demanding they, they make the film. Yeah. Fuck, you could crowdfund that shit, and it would probably look exactly as it needs to. Basically. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so, yeah, that's something I'm liking, and one day I hope that gets made, because that sounds there dope. Uh, at Jockey's Neil on everything. Y'all know oh, what yeah. it is. Uh, go ahead and follow your boy. We still, you know, I'm telling you, once we get once we get past that magical number, I'm going to go like ahead and release short, the news. Like 900 short, right, to get you to 10K? Yeah, 900 short. Now. 900 short. We're going to get there. I'm following though, you right now. Help oh, this, hell man. yeah. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. But otherwise. And then, it. okay, so a tweet I like is from at Memphis Quinn. It's, it's like this me. It says, can you hear me screaming telepathically? And it's just the laughter emojis. It's a picture of Professor uh, Charles Xavier in his, like, you know, iconic yellow, like, hover chair. But it says, rather than Professor X, the head is superimposed with, the late Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX, it says Professor DMX, and it says, y'all gonna make me use my mind. And <laughs> that shit was so funny to me as a big uh, Darkman X and X-Men fan. And then another tweet I like is from Spencer at Spence the Kiddo tweeted, me on Love is Blind. I'm black. Are you? <laughs> I'm always like, are they... Does that that has to be getting asked, right? Because I feel like <laughs> right? you gotta you gotta figure some stuff out up top. <laughs> but you know what? I love that. Just very good strategy on Love Is Blind. You can find me at Miles of Gray on Twitter and Instagram, and also the other show, Four Twenty Day Fiance. If you want to hear me talk Ninety Day Fiance with Sophia Alexandra, also uh, Daily Zeitgeist at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We got a Facebook fan page, all that. You know what I mean? That's where you can get them footnotes footnotes there it is thank you <laughs> so much so much and that's also where you're going to find the song that we are going to write out on today to keep this black history uh vibe going uh the song we're going to write out on 
is look we have some we have we got a few chicago ones on this show we mm-hmm. have a chicago one on the mic we have a chicago one who works behind the mic in justin mm-hmm. and i want to shout out minnie ripperton uh Ooh. chicago's very own mother of maya rudolph who tragically passed away very young from breast cancer yeah oh. maya rudolph has pipes because her mother is minnie ripperton yeah a lot of people don't realize that. that the woman who went number one with yes like her vocal range wow. out of control but this track le fleur L-E-S-F-L-E-U-R-S. It's a great track. If you're Classic. not up on Mini Ripperton, put this on when you're, you know, you're 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 vacuuming or cleaning up or folding your laundry or just doing stuff around the house. It feels good. Or uh, so put it on mini. when uh, you know, all the people from underground take over up above and hold hands across America. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's the song <laughs> at the end of us. Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> perfect per- perfect so yeah educate yourself mini ripperton a legend and that is going to be the song we write out on the daily zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. so for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app apple or wherever you get them damn free podcasts we'll see you later and talk about what's trending until then talk to you later bye peace <laughs>